who among us doesn't enjoy a good mystery? And especially when solving it means that I get to bring out my competitive side, even if it's just me against the clock, I just can't wait to uncover all the secrets. So June's Journey is a game that is completely up my alley, and I think you'll love it too. In June's Journey, a hidden object mystery game, you play as June Parker, who's on a quest to solve her sister's murder and uncover her family's many secrets. Each chapter brings you deeper into the story, and it's set in the Roaring Twenties, so beyond uncovering clues, you get to experience the glitz and glamour of the time. June's Journey is definitely not a game I play mindlessly, which I love because I get genuinely invested and a lot of it is a race against time, so there's a little fun added pressure of trying to find the clues as quickly as you can in each scene. There are also tons of ways to customize the island that you're on, learn more about the characters, and then new chapters are added weekly, so you really can't run out of things to explore. So if you think you're up to solve this case, download June's Journey for free today on iOS or Android or play on PC through Facebook games. June needs your help, detective. Hi, I'm Madigan from Your Angry Neighborhood Feminist, a podcast that explores the world through a personal, intersectional feminist perspective. Each Monday, I bring you a brand new full-length episode covering something from a wide variety of topics. And then every Friday, come meet up with me again for a mini What's in the News episode so you can stay up to date on everything that's going on in the world. Check out Your Angry Neighborhood Feminist wherever you get your podcasts. And rage on. Lightly. How you doing, Brian? Hi, Molly McAleer. I'm great. How are you? I'm good, Brian Beckner. Um, <laughs> I got to tell you, yeah. I surrendered a little bit. Um, to the Olympics. I was going to say, that was my guess. I You're sur- watching the fucking Olympics? No, 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 no. Don't oh. get it twisted. I'm okay. not watching the Olympics. Yeah. However, I'm on TikTok and I will say they're doing a great job. Can I, can I just like have a moment? I feel so bad because Tokyo is like the most gorgeous city. Japan is the yes. most beautiful country. And this whole year, like what they were able to do for their opening ceremonies was so limited because of all the restrictions. But yep. still... From what I saw, they just did an incredible job. And, you know, this is the exact type of thing that I would think is cheesy if Americans did it. Totally. But that it's so cool when the Japanese took this on. It kind of like was reminiscent to me when I was watching it. Granted, I was a little stoned, but it was like reminiscent of like when I first watched The Masked Singer, which is like adapted from a Korean TV show where I said like, this is so insane. That if an American came up with this, we'd be like, no. Okay. Their little thing, you know, the little pictographs of like some, like a person swimming or like even just like the guy on a walk sign. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So they are pictograms. So they have all these like pictograms and they, and they made them into like men in suits. So there's something almost uh, Cirque du Soleil about it meets the AOL guy. Yeah. (laughs) There's something I kind of like about it. It's it's bizarre and kind of like it's very creative. I mean, those things 
we've been looking at those our whole lives. Yeah, that's cool. It's just it's just the details, you know, they take pride. For sure. And then, of course, the big thing out of the village, this is also what got me hooked, is that, you know, these people are young. They have great personalities for the most part. I always think of, like, athletes as people who are very boring, uh, if I'm being honest with you, because I'm just like, oh, they're so consumed in their sport. Like, when do they have time to get a... Yeah, they don't have time to get, like, a personality, right? Yeah. Um, But there's some... Some of them are so sociable and easy to follow online. I really am am kind of amazed, though, by this bed thing. It is. I mean, there's obviously like a bigger thing at play. The beds are, it's typical Japan. They know how to make things small and useful and compact and efficient. It just so happens that they're not that easy to have sex on, but the purpose of the bed, the reason it's made of cardboard is because it's light, but still sturdy. It's not made. So these kids can't bang. No, 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 no. It's so if anyone's like unfamiliar, I don't know where you would be listening in the world that you're unfamiliar, but the beds are made of cardboard and like sort of maybe like a plasticky substance. That's like a faux styrofoam. It's more dense. Yeah. And, there was one video of a guy from New Zealand who simply like sat on his bed and it broke. But for the most part, these athletes are really trying their best to break them. Like I've seen people like jumping on their beds. It's like a whole thing. Amazing. Um, I, yeah, I don't think it's I don't think it is for uh, the sexing either, although I think that's a fun joke. Yeah. Um, so boring, though, that everyone's so obsessed with that. Well, they do. I mean, the excuse me. The Olympic athletes do get it in. I mean, this is a story every Olympics about how how many reams of condoms they hang out. I mean, they're young, horny, good-looking people that are around other young, horny, good-looking people. Of course, they're going to bang. Right, right, right. And like, but this is like, this is at this point, it's like the pop-up video fact where like yeah, when people yes, bring this yes. up now, you're at a party and you're like, yeah, we know about the fucking ghost boy and three men and a babe, you idiot. Yes. Like you're yes. not bringing anything to the table by telling me that all these people have gonorrhea. <laughs> not to be so hateful. But that, that you is know- such a hold on. That is such a funny callback. The the ghost boy and three men and a baby. Isn't there like somebody hanging in the back of one of the scenes? Like there's a, no. Like, so in reality, what it really yeah. was was so it looks like there's a sheer curtain, and it looks like there's a boy through the sheer yeah. curtain. I love the movie Three Men and a Baby, by the way. Oh, who I fucking doesn't? love the movie. Peak. Selleck. It's my Howard the Duck. Yeah, you know? it's great. Yeah, it's it's incredible. So, uh, yeah, uh, it was actually so Jack, the guy whose baby it is in the movie, Ted Danson. Right. It was a cardboard cutout from like his acting days, and it was just misplaced in that no one caught it. But it right. was a cardboard cutout that was used in other scenes because his whole deal was like he was a semi-successful commercial actor. Right. And it and it's like and it's obscured kind of by like by a sheet or a drape. And so like you just see curtain, the outline. Yeah. 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 You just see like the outline of a body in the background. That was like such a big thing in the 80s. But then like, yeah, so it's a little bit like, you know, always it's it's probably the same way that people who used to read my blog, like there'd always be these like curmudgeon, like 40 year old men who are like reading my 
blog as a 23-year-old girl yeah. writing to me and being like, well, actually, did you know that? And so I know why. I get yeah. that feeling because I watched Gen Z go through this now. Now I'm watching Gen Z have their pop culture discovery. And I'm seeing these kids on TikTok being like, did you know there's a ghost in the movie? I'm like, oh, dude, you're it's dealing great. with that. I bet with your kids a lot, like the urban legends that come home and shit. I maybe I don't know. They're on a whole different wavelength than me. But it is kind of funny when you look back because we had no Internet then. No, you know, and we and everybody knew the Richard Gere story and everybody knew the um, Rod Stewart story and it was like how did everybody there was no like was it pony express like how did these urban legends get passed around when there was like no mass platform for it in the 1980s camp yeah yeah like like especially like oh like and by the way this is like not to be like rooted back to the religion or anything but like jewish sleepaway camps when you would go till you were like 17 yeah. yeah. When you'd be summer. like 19 and still try, because that's how lit your camp was, which is something I'll never know and I'm always jealous of. Same. Same. Whatever a, went down a, a Jewish sleepaway camp. Oh yeah. my God. I feel like th- all I heard was just that it was like the best time. Yeah. Um, but I feel like that's probably where it's like when you get the kids in from the city with the kids in from the country and you start yeah. mixing it all up. It's passing stories. You'd be shocked. They would shut down the Girl Scouts. If they knew the stuff that I learned at just Girl Scout camp, not even Jewish sleepaway camp. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So let's get into the stories. This is one I picked for you off the bat, and I'm so glad we had the same reaction to it. It's a baby who's in, we're not, we're kind of not talking to him right now because he brought out the guy that shot Megan the Stallion in the foot, and we're not even going to say his name. We're kind of not talking to him. But someone did throw a shoe at him during his performance, and it led to, like, just the best reaction. Do you want to play it? Yeah, it's amazing. It turned the fucking light on. Put a hand in the air with a cell phone, and it turned the fucking light on. If you special, too. Who the fuck threw that motherfucking busted ass goddamn Adidas? (laughs) (laughs) Hold on. Hold on. One more time. Because people might not have been ready for this. Also, baby is shirt shirtless. He's glistening. Question: Where are concerts going on? By the way, there's not a, there's not concerts. Concerts got this canceled rolling two years in ago. Miami. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that's different. And that's concerts like different. are back. I mean, they, let's be real. What's happening with your Grateful Dead concerts now that the Delta Eight has flared up? I don't know. Well, they already have. It was already a, a vaccine passport situation. If you want to be in the pit, so I, we'll see. There's a long time between now and and October. I got tickets to all sorts of shows coming up, so it's probably everything. What if they probably- said to you, "Okay, they called you and they were like, Brian, we know you're the biggest deadhead of all time." Yes. The shows are canceled, but we uh, because we know you are the biggest deadhead of all time. Yes, not true. But we're yes. gonna. We're going to send John Mayer to your house to give you a blowjob. Would you take it? I mean, here's the thing. I wouldn't. Hold on. 
Let me let me talk you through my thought process here. By the way, I wonder why one of the reviews said I was crass. Like, where do you think they got that? Where'd you get from? that? Where'd that come from? Are you reading reviews? You never read I reviews. Just, I know it's emotional cutting. No, I what are you it was doing? the one. It was the one that I read that made me stop. That said that they hate my voice and that I'm crass. But you're great to listen to. And, oh, that's and, the, then that's the only one that's positive about me because people I've I've exclusively only ever heard that people are like, I don't know who this Brian guy is. How come he's never heard of fucking these Swifty theories and like all like. I, no, all of those reviews were from like when we first started the podcast and people didn't know us from like Red Circle and Patreon. Right. But they seem to know you. Hold on. Back to this John Mayer thing. Cause it is, I like these hypotheticals. I'm a star baby. I like, you know, these I'm a star. You are. John, I'm not a fan of John Mayer. Mm-hmm. I was actually extreme. I, I mean, he's, he's a talented guitar player, but seems like kind of a douche, obviously. I don't like when people like say unkind things about people that they used to date, but I think he's matured a lot. I'm not a John Mayer fan. I am a John Mayer fan in the context of him being in the Grateful Dead because he is, or they're called Dead and Company now. He is, he exists to serve the music. He is, it's not a John Mayer show. It's a Dead and Company show. And John Mayer happens to be in the band Dead and Company. He, it is, it is next level, their live show. It is, I, I'm con- converted to John Mayer. So if you're like, hey, there's Brian, the show's canceled, but John Mayer can come over and get you, give you a blowjob. Here's the other thing I have never, had any kind of sexual encounter with another man. Not saying that there's anything wrong with that. I just haven't. That's mm-hmm. not my thing. I'm 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 cishet over here. That said, for the story, I would absolutely let John Mayer come over to my house and give me a blowjob. Are you kidding? Right. Yeah, because I'm saying like that's one where like you roll up. That's like a forever story. Yes. Right. If you're like, guys, like you're at a party, you know, everyone's wasted. You're like, you won't believe it. The fucking manager of the Grateful Dead called me during COVID when they shut down all the shows when the Delta 8 was out. Yes. They called me and they said, we're sending John Mayer to your house to give you a blowjob as a thank you. Yeah. Just a thank you for supporting the band. Yep. And he, he came over and he did it. Like, how could I turn, like, what kind of moron would I be to turn that down? Then I could never say to anyone that John Mayer came over to my house and gave me a blowjob. I could tell people I've had one blowjob from a man in my life, and that man was John Mayer. Courtesy of the Grateful Dead. Courtesy of the Grateful Dead because they couldn't honor my tickets to the Hollywood Bowl? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean... I'd be a fucking. He- I'd be the hero of every party. Every party I went to, they'd be like, "Dude, you got to come over and talk to this guy, Brian. You're never gonna believe this." But Brian, tell him the story. T- tell him. Of course, I would. Are you kidding? Right. Absolutely. Right. Okay. No, that's what I was hoping. I-, I was hoping you were man enough to answer that. Okay, Adidas. Yes. Adidas. So hold on. Let me set the scene for the. And of course, the link is in our description. Or I assume it is. The baby's up here. He's glistening. He's very fit. And I. We don't like him because of whatever Molly said he did before, but uh, he's, it's just a funny he supported, picture. Uh, he supported a man who shot a woman in the foot. Yeah. Not cool. 
he's, but, but you can tell it's like deep into the concert. Cause he's real sweaty. It's humid in Miami. It's like an interlude. He's talking between songs and this happens. And turn the fucking light on. Up. Put a hand in the air with a cell phone and turn the fucking light on. If you special too. Wait, hold on. Who the fuck can you pause that? Fuck? Yep. Put a hand in the air. Mm-hmm. If something, 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 if you special too. I like that. He's trying to motivate people. He's like, he's no, like, like, yeah. It's just, it could cut, that could come from him or a kindergarten teacher. Totally. Yes. You it's, know, it's, it's, uh, just like being positive. Like, what do they call that? Self motivation. Yes. It's beautiful. Self help. Self help. Uh, hold on. Let's, uh, let's rewind a little bit because we're, we're right on the part where he says Adida and it's the most beautiful mm-hmm. thing ever. Here we go. Who the fuck threw that motherfucking busted ass goddamn Adidas? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how am I never like everybody knows it's it's a it's a double it's a double neg in the sense that Adidas it's a it's kind of a like a trash shoe brand. Let's be honest, like they. Adidas has a few like sort of okay styles, but it's you're not rocking a Nike. No, you know you're not you're not rocking off white. No, and that's why. And if you were rocking, if you were rocking your Jays, your Jordans, you're not winging a Jordan at the baby. No, if, I'm uh, yeah. Chuck's Adidas New Balance. Yes, only. yes. Uh, maybe maybe a busted old van. You yeah, throw a, sure, you'll throw, sure, sure. You got your slip-ons on? You'll throw a van at the baby, but you'll definitely automatically definitely, Target, yes. Walmart, pay less. Anything from there, given. Course. That's a given. Don't hey, even hey. bother writing in. Malls. What about DS dub? Oh yeah. No. Actually, DS dub does have occasionally some, like, I would hate to see a Stuart Weitzman go up on the stage. I mean, DS dub, it's, it's like two year old Steve Madden. So let's be honest. It's, it's, it's a chunky, it's a chunky wedge from two years ago or, or it's like the new balance. It's like the, um, it's like, what are those players? It's like the outlet styles of new balance. You're like, Hey, what's this? How come you only have maroon and gray? (laughs) Well, cause we're DS dub. If you want, if you want blue and white, you got to go to Foot Locker. That's where they that's where they, where they get the first run shit. This is DS Dub. So if you got a DS Dub and Beyond or an Adidas, you're going to wing it at the baby at the show. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you think this was some kind of retribution for him supporting whoever shot Megan the Stallion in the foot? Oh, I don't think the guy had come out yet. But but everyone was saying this was like like you know, pre pre existing karma. <laughs> a rapper, a rapper shot Megan the Stallion. Yeah, in the Tor- his name is Tory Lanes, and Megan oh, the Stallion. If you're not not aware, is like I don't know. I think she's like beyond America's sweetheart. Like I just think she's like the best, right? She's, she's she's beloved. But look, look. And she was coming from I think fucking Tristan Thompson's house. What with him in the car. And they got into an argument and he shot her in the foot. Meg doesn't talk about it, really. She basically, like, she did make a statement and make it clear that, like, he 
was the guy that shot her in the foot and like it was completely out of just like he escalated a situation like an argument yeah 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 i mean chris brown maybe 18 months after he nearly beat barbadian princess rihanna's beat her within an inch of her life. Like really I much, can't even much, like talk about it. There's much, like actually no one I hate more than same. I actually like, I think I hate him more than anyone. I cannot believe that he's still out. It disgusts me. I get so upset when I'm in some, any, anywhere, but especially in some sort of fucking family environment and they're yes. playing his music. Yes. I don't care. Like grow up. There's other like, how, like you, this isn't just a guy that like hits somebody. Not that that's ever okay. How does it not get through to you? This man put his hands on Rihanna. Like if that doesn't drive yes. home to you, like, oh, like this is how bad domestic abuse is. How can you look at that picture of Rihanna? Like if you listen to a yes. Chris Brown song, you, that, should, that should be what comes up on, on Spotify. Yeah. Like that yes. should be the Spotify video of her face at the police station because you should you should only be able to listen to that music if you know the cons like you understand who you're supporting. In in Piece a rented shit. in a rented Lamborghini, this guy nearly murdered this poor woman. And then 14 months later, he's the fucking opening act on the goddamn Grammy Awards. Yeah, I I fucking hate him. How like, can I don't that know. be? I yeah, I don't know. But back to the okay. Adidas, okay? Because we yeah. have so many stories today. I know. I, know. I mean, I, first I go of all, on I, I love the spirit of Adidas. I love it. It's I, I think yes, that is probably the correct term for a singular Adidas it shoe. It is. The baby's way ahead of us here. A busted it's an ass. Who who threw that busted ass Adidas at me? It's also, brilliant. Also, like. George Bush doesn't know he he wasn't like, hey, who threw that floor shine? Like he didn't clock the style of shoe that got winged at him. Da baby, he's up there doing a motivational speech between songs, and Adida flies by his head and he fucking clocks the brand of the shoe. What's this fucking guy's vision like? Well, here's the thing, too, is that yeah. I could feel a little bit. That like as much as he hits him back with that good slam, yeah, I could tell good. it was coming from a slight place of hurt from the baby. Of course, he was. That was a little of bit of an ego yes. check, and he was like, "I'm giving you a mo like who threw that busted ass Adidas at my yes. head?" His him that Adidas getting winged at his head is very much a metaphor. For why I will not read the reviews of this podcast where everyone loves you and hates my guts. You know what I think about a lot in terms of like, uh, like people getting shit thrown at them at concerts. Um, when, you know, one of my beehive members threw a lemon at Ariana Grande when she was headlining Coachella because like, how dare you, you know, how dare you. Yeah take Beyonce's spot, right? Or right. think you could. Was, wasn't, wasn't Beyonce was pregnant or something, though. Didn't she have to back out? 
Yeah, and she was the headliner the year prior. And right. so, it's, and it was like Beachella. It was like the biggest deal in the world. So I think that like Ari fans calling it Ari Cella, it was just a Stan War thing, I think. It's not like it's not like Ariana Grande galoolied Beyonce's knee. Like it was. No. She, somebody had to headline. She's a fucking one of the biggest acts there are. Who's going to throw a lemon at her? That's just the Stan Wars of it all. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, well, it's but, bitch behavior. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. Do you realize that you could kill Ariana Grande with a lemon? Is she allergic? Like her of all people. This is a five foot, maybe 75 pound woman. No one is 75 pounds. No. I mean, I don't know. I think she's maybe, she's definitely like 100 pounds. Come on. Have you ever yeah. seen her? She's She's petite. very little, She's yes. a petite mm-hmm. girl. She used to be on some Nickelodeon show that my daughter watched. She's in six-inch heels, okay? You throw right. a lemon at her, the she damage that could do to someone her size. She could slip. That's manslaughter it at is. Coachella. Yep. That's aggravated that's homicide. Pre, it's premeditated. Yep. Because they totally. brought the lemon to the show. Why do you have a lemon at an Ariana Grande concert? How'd you even get in with that lemon? That very good point. You can't Did even you get in with the joint. Yes, exactly. exactly. He probably shoved it up his ass. Yeah, he did. So even worse, because at, at the very least, she could have got fucking pink eye from that ass lemon. No. Waiting, wasting that good ass space. If you have the yeah. ability to shove something the size of a lemon up your ass and you're what going to Coachella. What a talent. Dude, you could be a millionaire. Oh, for sure. Yeah, you could do other things. Speaking yeah. of millionaires, speaking of millionaires, malls. Uh, this is yes. Mm-hmm. What what? Uh, sometimes we talk about things on this show that are are so foreign to me and so scary. Like I don't I don't know how to process this. Like, is this real? Is this just uh, somebody taking something out of context that's easy to understand if you if you know that world and making it seem like something more sinister? But what the fuck is going on? First of all, what is this online poker shit that I'm looking at on these TikToks? So I'm completely new to this too. Um, just like generally, I'll just say we can get into this a little bit more. I think there's a lot of misinformation about trafficking out there. And I think that people now, because people are finally talking about it more, people are looking for it everywhere. Um, and so some of the stuff, you know, it just doesn't stand up to like any sort of sniff test for me. But I did think this was really interesting. So this TikTok user, Kara Peoples 101. Mm-hmm. Carla. Carla. Oh, no, Kara. Kara. No, know. it's Carla. I think I don't I, It's Carla. I okay. spelled it wrong. Never mind. Yes. Anyway, I came across, like, I guess maybe her third or fourth video in her series on this, and it was a woman at a poker table. She was dealing, and she just looked like she was having a very hard time staying awake. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, this woman, it seems like she's been tracking this because the caption said something to the effect of like, okay, two, sure, but three is too many. So I go back and I see her entire profile is dedicated 
to just it's probably like only eight videos. It's not like crazy. She just stumbled yep. across this, I think, watching online poker and realized like it seems as if the dealers are not there by their own will. Um, definitely overworked, often very tired. There's yep. one where a woman fully passes out and yes. um one of the guards, I guess, comes to her aid, but like none of the girls react or move towards her. So it does seem as if like they're not allowed to move. Cause like, you know, when you see your coworker faint, you're going to get up and go over yep. to them. Maybe because of the, you know, there was people going back and forth in the comments. I don't think a lot of people have found this yet, which is interesting. Very. Um, but yeah, I mean, do you want to go through any of the videos and maybe narrate a little bit of what you're seeing? Yeah. Um, it does see, seem like the biggest video has is the first one has 3.7 million, but then it yeah, I mean, I I I hope this takes off more. This is one of the stories it's I really hope interesting. Can get trending, you know. Yeah. Yeah, so it's I don't know where to start. I just I, this the woman in the black dress. It's almost go like to the lower. Go to the the one with three point seven million. The lower oh, right okay. hand with the girl with the mask. Mm-hmm. I think she- there's a theory that the online gambling girls are slaves or human traffickers. This girl can't even keep her eyes open. There's more of them. They also look very, they're like looking, it's almost like they're looking for help. She's and, blinking because she's so tired. It, she can't even keep her eyes open. She's sleeping. She looks exhausted. This is weird. There's a theory that the online. I don't know if it's me, if it's just me and, and I'm just intuiting this and I'm making it up. They all kind of have like a little bit of an Eastern European vibe to them, like season two of The Wire, like they got smuggled somewhere in a shipping container. For sure. For sure. And additionally, like this first one does not look very made up. No. But like some of the other ones, like especially the girl in the black Black, dress. Black dress, yeah. She looks very young with a lot of makeup on. And she's looking, I think it's in this last one, part four. Uh She's looking, here, let's play it. Part for last part of girl number three. She wants to close her eyes so badly. So she looks. Hold on. I'm I'm taking it in here. She's got that piercing, that barbell piercing through the eyebrow. Yeah. And she's like looking at the camera. Oh my God, we might have to do it, guys. And it's like so, she's looking too much at the camera, in my opinion. And then she then she blinks. Not even like she's falling asleep. She, she At one point, she looks directly at the camera and she slowly closes her eyes and does like an extended blink. And I'm like, is that a signal? It does look like Morse code or something, right? right? 
Yeah. I mean, so there's like, you know, this is where things start to get a little bit wild because we all like everyone sees this and your first thought, I think for most people is like, how can I help? Right. Yeah. Um, and there's no way to track really who this girl is. And like you could argue, oh, maybe she's looking directly into the camera and she's the one who's doing it best because this is supposed to be some sort of POV experience. Right. Because yes. they don't just have all these like they don't have some dude doing this. They're all beautiful young women. This is for like perverts who love to gamble. Yeah. So, you know, this is um the eyes definitely do feel like a code, but people were saying like, okay, well, at one point, because there's a part of the table that says Jack, people yeah. thought she was pointing to the Jack. And then on the other side of the table, there's a Y printed there. So they thought that she was trying to print out that her name is Jackie. Which I thought was like, I'm like, I don't think it's like that, you guys. Seems, like, seems I don't like think kind it's of like a reach. All that. But I will say this. I will say this. So they're playing blackjack, right? And mm -hmm. she, I, I get she that she's doing that thing where she, like she's showing she doesn't have any cards in her hand. But the way she like pats the table, similar to the way she blinks, it's just like very. It, she she's very much doing it for the camera. And I don't know if I, I'm okay. just reading way too much into it, but I'm like, is this some type of a sign or a symbol or like, Hey, help me just, I don't like, is there like an, you know, how you're like, supposed to call for pizza if you're being if you're being you oh know, you totally call yeah 911 and pretend or an like you're angel pizza. shot if you're yes. with a creepy guy at the yes. bar you order yes. an angel shot yes like there's all sorts of things and i'm you know i have a daughter and i'm like so aware of the of the human trafficking so i'm always like you never go to the bathroom alone like you know don't buddy system for everything don't talk to anybody don't have a you know don't drink anything and i'm just looking at this woman and i just i just feel like she's trying to tell us something but maybe that's just part of it that's just like part of the allure to get people wondering about what's going on in this poker or blackjack website so they end up signing up and start playing i have theories okay, okay. so um you know, I think that, you know, basically I was in some of the comments I was hearing from casino workers, girl, we're casino workers, we're all overworked. You know, yeah. I don't know. Yep. I'm like, I don't know, honey. I don't know if your experience at the win is necessarily similar. I know. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Your post COVID win experience, but shout out. Um, yep. The other thing is, is like, why would a poker dealer ever be communicating with the person that they are dealing to unless it was for a nefarious reason. Right. So some people were thinking maybe she's helping this per whoever is playing, maybe she's helping them cheat. They thought mm -hmm. of it as like a cheating mm -hmm. thing. Mm -hmm. Other people, uh, and this is actually, no, this is my theory. This is actually my theory. Other people. No, Molly, it's mine. Yeah. Yeah. I think that they may, if this is someone who works on her own free will and maybe they are paid by how long they keep someone there. Yes. I think that this is a really effective way to prey on the mentally ill. Because they're like, oh, oh, she's communicating with me. She's telling right. me what hand. You know what I mean? Like you yes. get like the wrong, you get like the, you know, a really sweet guy, probably like PTSD, yes. you know, maybe a little bit of a drinking problem, 
He comes on to his poker girlfriend because, you know, the government it's, has failed him. So yes, he's. It, it's, it's the stripper likes me guy. Oh, I think she really likes me. She's helping it's, me. Yes. It's the same with the dealer. Oh, I like this dealer. Oh, no, I'm not going to play unless Elsa, unless I'm at Elsa's table because I have a connection with Elsa. You know, she looks me in the eyes a lot. Like that could be it where it's just like, it, obviously they're trying to entice men by having pretty girls as the dealers, but also there's something more to it where they're like, Hey, try to connect with these guys. Like or, let them, let them think you're trying to help them. I mean, I've worked in sales and, and in fundraising. Okay. Like maybe she's not getting a cut, but maybe she has a quota. She has to, yes. um, to meet a month. Yes. Like she has to be able to get guys, you know, cause it's, it's about all of it. So that's why. Uh, get them playing. But I'm also not taking away because I do think this is trafficking, but there's a lot of like misinformation out there. You know, a lot of yeah. women are like really just like dead set on believing that someone is going to scoop up their 43 year old ass right. in a minivan right. and with like two kids crying on either side of you. Like, ma'am, that's just simply like. You don't need to spread misinformation. However, it's huge because no one was talking about this years ago. This, I mean, this is going on all over the world. There's men, women, oh, yeah. and children locked in rooms. Like some people. So if you watch the video of where the girl passes out, yeah, some people think that the men are also being trafficked. Interesting. Like they're also some kind of a, here, let's play that. The second one where they're guys are taking her away she's passed out on the table i mean the dudes look kind of well, scared if you see, it takes them quite some time to get to her, them yeah. her as well yeah and if you watch the first video the other girls don't do a thing yeah. when she faints and there's and they're having a real hard time with her a lot of people uh in the comments were saying obviously she's nodding off like they you know she's on heroin she's obviously yeah. nodding off yeah well Okay, if she is on heroin and in this strict environment, why is she on heroin? Um, like, are sometimes, they giving it to her? Yeah, is that how sometimes they, get they them keep them drugged work? up. Yes. Two, um, other people in the comments said it looked like the girl was having um, some sort of like a seizure. I guess there's seizures that present like this where you're so, mm -hmm. sort of just like slumping over. Mm -hmm. um, and then other people said that it looked like she was passing out from some sort of like mixture of exhaustion and hunger. I would, I, I, any of those things could be true. It is interesting to me in that first video that not only do the other girls not help, they, they don't seem concerned at all. They're just kind of like, I would say like, the oh. one in the black, our girl in the scoop neck in the black, yeah, I would yeah. say that she actually does look concerned and like she's actively trying to hide her concern. Oh, because okay. If she, all right. Cause like, Okay, let's say, you know, you're all a bunch of kids, right? Yeah. And like one of the kids starts doing something bad and you know that you're all going to get it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, yeah, she doesn't like, want to get beaten. Yeah. Yeah, she doesn't want to face, well, like, you know, slipping up on camera and reacting to that. They're trying to move this woman out of here. Yeah. Like, or, I don't know. Or she doesn't want them to start reducing everyone's shots and giving them a little less H in the needle because somebody couldn't handle their high and passed out at the table. And she's like, right. well, she's I don't, like, don't, 
Don't yeah, kill don't our fuck boss, it up for dude. me. Yeah, yeah. This <laughs> the only good thing about this job is we get to do heroin all day. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Hold your shit together. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Like that would make <laughs> that would make totally. getting kidnapped for me a totally different experience. Yeah. It would still yeah. be awful. But yeah. I'm like, yeah, for sh- yeah, please drug me. I would f- I would be okay being like mildly confused and sleepy all day. I would need that. Yeah, absolutely. Like, if of course, if, also yeah. another yeah. thing that's hard to tell. It's because of maybe the age of the girls, or maybe also the type of girls they go for. Very like standard, you know, pretty girl. Like all these yeah. girls would always get asked out at a bar, no question. For right? sure. Yes. They all have very slender arms that are all very prominently featured. And I think obviously that's the nature of poker in general. Because like they want to see your arms and they want to see your hands. But these girls look tired and they look slender. Now, meanwhile, I had no muscle mass on my body when I I still don't. Uh like they're all wearing sleeveless things too. They're all like their arms are exposed up to the shoulder. Pretty much. Yeah. I, well, I mean, that could be like because of the poker thing. Like, oh, I'm so sure they people don't are. steal cards. Yeah. Or like, yeah, just so they don't get accused of it or whatever. Right, but or chips. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's interesting. None of them are toned at all, which is right. like, to me, again, adds to the theory that they might not get out much or might have yeah, they any. They don't get to do many push ups. Like, no, nobody gets enough time off to be, to, to go to CrossFit. Uh, you get more toned than like, than I would say most of these girls carrying in your groceries regularly. Yeah, yeah exactly. You yes. don't have to be out getting gains, you know? Right. Uh, right. And that's They're again, not, not a body. That's not a criticism to them. I'm actually, con- I'm just concerned. Like, I think yeah. that they're being like overworked and starved, but um, yeah, if you guys want to check this out, this is going to be in our yes. description again, please. You guys remember I ball out in the description. I put little like, you do things in there for you. So Miles puts it put, puts a lot of effort and time and effort into the description and it's much more robust than any other podcast I know where. So it's, you don't have to like go, <laughs> I'm serious. You don't have to like Google the stuff. Cause sometimes you're listening and you hear them like talking about a video or a picture or something and you got to go find it with this show. Malls has done all that for you. All you got to do is click the show notes on your phone and everything that you want to see that corresponds to what we're talking about is available to you. And that's not by accident. Malls puts in the work to do that. And I appreciate it. Thank you, Brian. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, it's like twofold. One, I want you guys to be able to go find this where I saw it. So you can see that it was in fact trending and on and popping. Yes, Um, definitely. But I also think that if it's a smaller story like this one, we just did, you guys should go find it and blow it up. Like I want this this shit to be available to you and not, the worst is when you're like searching for something and it comes up on like some third party Twitter as like a screenshot. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I don't want you living like that. You guys. No, it's bad. But I I also want people's theories and this one in particular, I'm like, what do, what do other people see? What do they think? We got to get Zeus daddy. We got to get Stu out there. I feel like Stu would save these girls single handedly. Listener Stu. Mm -hmm. If you guys aren't familiar with our Mm. stereo show, I know there's a little bit, there's a little bit of crossover from our stereo to here. So some people don't always know what we're talking about on here when it's references to stereo. Um, That's also, that's also linked in the description. 
try and keep up, y'all. Yeah, um, absolutely. But we appreciate you. Thank you. Totally. Um, all right. So this tweet that went viral. Brian, we got to fucking talk about this. This part of a little bit of tra- trauma in me. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know. I had to call my mommy this morning. Yeah. I called it's, my mommy. It's a it's a lemonade stand tweet. Who's this guy, by the way? I don't know. This, is it just a rando? Eric Hulse. Okay. So yeah. according to his bio, he's uh-huh. director of research and, and efficacy, reverse yep. engineer, pen tester, DFIR, Ooh. Oh. Oh. threat hunting, security. Uh-huh. USAF uh-huh. veteran, right? Okay, he's, uh, he's got he's got like uh, you know around two. He has an equal following to follower ratio almost. Which yeah, so that's no, never a good sign. Yeah, no, no, I don't hate on that because I like oh. it. I think people who don't follow and interact with people who are not yeah. people that they would talk to in real life online. Yeah. Do not get the fucking game. But hold on. Like, it's like, called like Barack social Obama. Right. media. No, I mean yeah. like your average, like, I don't know, like someone who was on like a Comedy Central show yeah. and like, you know, has like 35,000 followers and they follow like a hundred people. I'm making up this yeah. whole scenario. This yeah. entire yeah. scenario is made yeah. up just to be clear. But yeah. like, I'm like, and then they don't like, respond to fans unless it's an opportunity for them to make like a a joke or you know like it's you know like a dunk on them or like whatever like it just is very like um it bums me out because i feel like that's the whole point especially if you're a famous person why are you on fucking social media if you don't want to talk to your fans yeah like you are you're already famous yeah just don't do (laughs) it yeah yeah anyway yeah. So this guy, Eric Hulse, um, yep. he tweeted, my daughter made $110 on her lemonade stand today in like an hour. Turned out people were handing her fives and tens and she was just assertively saying thank you for the tip and not offering change. So you're people did, people off the, didn't like that. A people are in, are having insane reactions to this. I do think there is an element of it where, you know, I started working very young and one thing that was always instilled with me, especially with money, especially like with change and anything else is like part of the customer experience is honoring their dollar. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like treating their money with respect. So like if anything, like if you didn't have change, you would, you know. Right. But it's, Someone had 49 cents, I'd give them a fucking lemonade. You know what I mean? For sure, for sure. But it's a it's a lemonade stand. Like it's you're essentially making a donation. Like you don't really want that that dirty glass of lukewarm crystal light that they're selling. No, but I do. You want to give them money. I like, I like, no, of course not. No one's looking for fucking lemonade, and that's the fucking point of this whole thing. I'm pissed. Dude, don't even get me. St- I don't want to get angry yet. Let's yeah. let's just talk about this fucking lemonade stand before I I blow, dude. Because okay. it's gonna be ugly. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I think that there is something to teaching a child the right thing to do is to give someone back their change, and they can tip you 
if you want. However, I have no shame in this. If I found out people were asking for their money back and she was saying, fuck you, no. But to me, this sounds like they live in like a rich upper middle class neighborhood and people don't mind losing five bucks to the cutie of like the the guy with the 2000 Twitter followers who's a veteran on the street. Yes, absolutely. Then you have these people like Julie London Ferguson, who, and this happens so much on Twitter, who who took this as an opportunity to moralize. Quote, this is an example of no good deed goes unpunished. Here, nice folks wanted to do the kid a favor, and they were manipulated out of their own hard-earned dollars. Dad needs a moral compass to teach the kid. This is nothing to be proud of. Second tweet. I would be one of the people with $20 to my name and then be too polite and caught off guard to say anything. Well, that's your motherfucking problem, Julie. How would the kid feel if roles were reversed? Listen. I'm impressed by all of you who think this is okay. I don't have the funds to be manipulated by a kid. Then ask for your fucking change, bitch. Like what's you're doing a transaction. I mean, I would say like, if you have such crippling anxiety that you can't approach a lemonade stand without being swindled out of your last $20, I think you need a guardian. Absolutely, yes. Like You need to be under conservatorship. Free Britney. What about this Julie chick who right, can't even she, negotiate with a five-year-old? She doesn't under-fucking-stand lemonade stands. Like, she's... If you've only got 20 bucks to your name, you don't have the fucking financial wherewithal to be, to be transacting at a goddamn lemonade stand. Just keep walking. Smile and walk on past. Absolutely. Absolutely. So... This brings up something kind of personal for me. Um, I always a natural born hustler. Okay. Just natural born hustler as a child wanted to work as soon as possible. Um, I do want to point out also that there's like a level of privilege here. This is something that like when I called my mom to talk about this, I was going off a little bit. Yeah. Um, there's a level, there's a level of like privilege that is like a suit. First of all, when black children sell things on the street, the cops get called on them. So there's that. I just exactly. want to like acknowledge yes. that white privilege. Yes. I want to acknowledge that like in most communities, you cannot, you know, manipulate an adult out of five, ten dollars in exchange for a glass of lemonade. These people are like, here you go, cutie, you know, whatever. Yes, absolutely. Um, but when I was probably like I was a, like too old to be going to like camp. But, like, not old enough to be, like, completely trusted. Right. I wanted to sell lemonade on our town's bike path. And Shauna was, like, 100p. Because she knew she could leave me (laughs) at the bike path at the beginning of the day. And like she afternoon. would, you know, she would go clean a house or something. And then she would come and check in on me, make sure I, you know, had everything. Sure. And so she had come into 
one of those large Gatorade things that like football players pour on each other. Oh, right. Yes. And so she had come into one of those and I would, you know, go to the grocery store with her and I would buy like lemonade mix. And I think yeah. I like put some other like, you know, maybe natural lemon juice in there to Wait, like, like, m- like the frozen shit, like the from concentrate or like crystal yeah. light style powder like from concentrate. And yeah. then I think I would also get like, um, like real, like lemons or something. I would like make uh-huh. it taste a little bit more fancy, yeah. right? Juice it up a little bit. And then um, we'd get like two big bags of ice and I would stand out on the bike path, mostly by myself, but sometimes with my friend Caitlin, my mom and I made this really cool sign. It like looked like a big lemon and like it said lemonade inside of it, like in like rainbow letters. It was like really cool. My mom would like, my mom loved it. So she would like leave it in our car window like during the summer. So. Anyway, I would go out there and I would sell lemonade like all day. And my mom was laughing about it because she was like, sometimes you'd like fake me out. And I was like, what do you mean? She's like, I'd pull up and like you would look like you were about to like cry. And I'd be like, what what happened? And you'd be like, no one bought any today. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then she'd be like, wait, really? And I'd be like, no, psych. And then I'd be like, mom, I made like a hundred bucks. Like I was like, fucking, I was Hailing it, right? Yeah. So, and I was charging 25 cents and then I would get like, like a little sleeve of Dixie cups, right? Yeah. So the bike path in Lexington, Massachusetts was like a big project. It runs from, I think, Lincoln to Cambridge and it goes mostly like through like Lexington Center. It's a really, really beautiful like feature of growing up in New England. Sounds very pretty. So, um... I'm killing it. You know, people biking becomes even more popular in the area because there's this resource now. One day I'm out there with my friend, Caitlin Sullivan. I think we're alone. And then Caitlin's mom maybe showed up towards the end of it. But this guy pulls over on his bike. I think he's like probably like I was trying to describe him to my mom today. I was like, honestly, if I had to peg him, I would say he's like 47 like liberal arts guy, you know, uh, probably in some sort of like maybe like, uh, you know, some, maybe an environmental lawyer or something. That was kind of a roller coaster where you're like, if I had to peg him and I was like, where is she going with this? And then I realized you're just describing if you had to guess what, no, what no. he was all about. <laughs> no, I would that, not that peg had a him. Different, it had a different meaning for me. Sometimes it does with me, yes, you know? Yes, yeah, I, I know. I, uh, he, he, comes over and he, and he like points and he does like the points at me points at my friend points at the cooler and he's pointing back and forth rapidly and he's like what's this and he is and we're like it's lemonade and he goes why are you why are you out here selling this he's like you should be giving this away you should be giving it away what and I think I remember my mom, my friend's mom being there and maybe saying something like, they're kids, they're selling lemonade. But this guy was like, I'm not, I'm really not all right with this. I don't, why are you like, what, like he, I was acting like there was some sort of fucking agenda in a child. Was he from another planet? So my mom, I was like, mom, what could it have been? I was like, you know what? I was like, there's a few like thoughts that are going through my mind. 
One, he could have had like an issue with like, why is a child standing outside all day like selling lemonade? Like, what is this like? Is she is she being trafficked to sell lemonade? Like, I think he was almost wondering why I felt like I had to work for money, which is like an element of classism. You hear that a lot. Like kids shouldn't worry about money. But like, that's just, that was born in me. Like that's, I'm a Capricorn dude. It's like my sign. Like I, it's, it's my thing. I like to, if I can monetize or use my time to do anything, I love to work. So I don't know if it was that. My mom goes, do you think it was because maybe because it was so close to the battle green? What, like, oh, like and it's like, like sacred Shauna, ground. Yeah. I was like, Shauna, you just said something that is so the essence of like where I grew up. And I, it just, I've never, I forgot about it. Like, so the revel, the battle green of the Revolutionary War was maybe, maybe uh, 100, 150 yards away yeah. from this bike path. Yeah. I don't think this was that guy's deal. He seemed like a little too like educated to be like having, you know, giving himself a hand job over. I think right. that he honestly felt like entitled to the lemonade. Right. Yeah. It almost like- reminded me of like when Ethan Hawke like stole that fucking Snickers in um, Reality Bites. Yes. It's because he like felt entitled to the Snickers. I can't remember him stealing the Snickers. I remember him smoking lots of cigarettes. Oh, he like got fired because he like stole a Snickers. And right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I remember. And it's like, why would you throw your life on the line to steal a Snickers? Right. And yeah, it's like, that, that is that only like, made him hotter. But also, I think that is the thing that also some people are misreading about the other lemonade thing, which is like this original tweet. I think some people have that mentality of like her taking $5 and not offering change is the same thing as feeling entitled to stealing a Snickers. That is insane. That I what know. probably happened is the first couple people that bought something, just like anybody would, gave her five or 10 bucks. They're like, give me two lemonades or a dollar each or whatever. Here's five, keep it. And then the next person's like, here's 10. Keep it. This is well. For wait you. a minute. This I just had a you. huge revelation. Yeah. We don't know how fucking old this daughter is. Kids are weird now. This could be a fucking fifteen-year-old. Yeah. Oh no. No, this really could. A fifteen-year-old. Oh, no, could no, be no, wait. I just got in here. She's eight years old. She's oh, eight. eight. But I do think it is important and like I don't want, you know, I'm not saying like, oh, fuck these. I I do think these people are mostly ridiculous. However, I would be remiss to not say I think kids need to be taught responsibility and boundaries and respect. No, boundaries and respect about money. That's what I'm saying. You're on the side of this Julie woman. No, 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 no. Stop, stop. I'm not saying like. I'm not saying always, but like at a certain point, right? It's like when you're a three-year-old, you can like shove your fist into like, uh, you know, the serving, the plate of broccoli in the middle of the table. You can do that. But like when you're eight and you do that, that's not cute anymore. And I think like it's cute that she's doing that at eight with money. But like by 10, yeah. 
Yeah. It need there needs to be know. an on it need, there does need to be like an a transparency or honesty conversation or you know like I don't know. I just think that that's like that is a a little thing that gets lost. I think sometimes I was always taught to be very respectful of people's money, especially working in customer service. Same. You know, same. Yeah, it's a child, and and the adult is the one handing money to the child, so the adult can help do their part to educate the the child on how transactions work on 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 the fundamentals of commerce. I get you say this is $2. I'm giving you $5. Would you please give me $3 back? That's what you owe back to me. That's how this works. Yeah. And and I don't even necessarily mean it just in the context of this lemonade stand. Sure. I do. I, I just think that like, you know, it. there's going to be a certain point where. Yeah. I think that like that's theirs and this is mine in terms of stuff in life. That should like people do need to kids do need to know that. Yeah. That's yeah. their stuff. I can't take it. It's mine. I'm not it's not mine. I'm not entitled to it. Sure. But in the context of a lemonade stand, I mean, I just don't I think No, I know, are, not in the context. Are up of their it. ass about it. And also, this Julie woman is a podcaster and she she in her bio it says no DMs. Does that mean she doesn't want people throwing dick at her? Like what no, like, I mean, yeah. lots of people say that. It could be that she's like married and uptight. Some people yeah. say it for that reason. Some people yeah. say it simply because they just don't like to be solicited uh, in yeah. any way. Right. Like, because people ask favors a lot in DMs. Like, she's probably saying, like, if she does, she have a contact email? Let me see. Let me see here. No, she doesn't. Just the name Website? of her podcast. Nope. None of the above. Wow. Should we get her on the podcast? <laughs> she's, no, she's got bad opinions. She's look, This appears to be a... This, what if we reached out to her and said, no, like you truly have the worst opinion. <laughs> Can we... I, like, it, no, we like want you to ex- like explain it to me like I'm an eight-year-old. I would... it Like, can we find out if she gets like a million downloads an episode? Because in that case, definitely. But if she gets 30 downloads an episode, no, thank you. If this, we should. If I, what dude, I'm saying is, if it could benefit us, then I say we do it. If not, I'm. Just, I don't care about her. Do we do a 15 minute sideshow a week called the worst opinion I've ever heard? That where yes. we where we yes. find some person in like some viral thing like this and say like, hey, this is truly the worst opinion we've ever heard. Do you want to? You can stay anonymous. Do you want to explain it to us on our podcast? Um. Yeah. Absolutely. Let's have her on. Okay. Um, because I always want to follow up with those people. I truly do. Like yeah. those people. I always want to, I always want to know more because you become a little bit like they're so mysterious to you. Um, it is, yeah, it's so yeah, it's so foreign to my yeah. way of thinking. Just to, just even like thinking you needed to weigh in on that with two paragraphs worth of tweets of your fucking moralization of it. It's just like so fucking weird. I know that that did not get her any new podcast listeners, but that did probably at least get her one. She's fat and racist type comment, you know? Yes, yes, definitely. Okay, wait Uh, a minute. So are we ready to move on? Yeah, I'd say so. 
What do you think about my lemonade trauma, real quick? I don't know. I th- I hate that guy's guts. Why? Who like, the fuck what is, is he? he? It was so Larry David. Yeah. But like, there was no Larry David that I knew of as a child. You no. know, I mean, there was he didn't exist. Stanza, but right. I wasn't aware of like, oh, people can really act like this. People can just walk up to two children and say, yeah. "You shouldn't be charging for this." <laughs> Yeah. If you're going to do this, it should be for free. Yeah. That like, is at the cost to my single mother. Sh- like, my mom is letting yes. me work so I can buy my own fucking well, snick snacks at the movies. Everybody knows the fucking concept of a lemonade stand. It's a thing a child does with shit in their family kitchen to try to get a few shekels to buy some shit that they want. It's cute. It's a way to spend an afternoon. And if you see I mean, one, you stop and buy some shit. No one th- no one thinks lemonade stands are free. I tell you what happened. You had an encounter with a being from another fucking planet. I mean, I I it's like he he must have like cuz I feel like when I think about it, I'm like he seems feral. Right. Yes. Yes. But then, like, he would have Maybe the greatest story of all time because Lexington is a very upper middle class, yeah. highly educated yeah. town. It's like Was- one of the top ten towns in the entire state of Massachusetts. Okay, this man, if he was feral. And he had never seen a lemonade stand. How is he living in that tax bracket, baby? Because my mom was busting her hump down. I mean, maybe he, yeah. he did. He biked in from Cambridge. Could and he be. just yeah, somehow was a path. feral man. I don't you know. You're on the path. Yes, absolutely. Who doesn't know? I mean, yeah, I don't know. Something happened. I mean, I don't know. He probably just doesn't know the struggle, you know? No, definitely. I, I don't know. I hate his guts. Him and Julie. All right. I hate them both. Wander with us into a world of magic. Join Jenny and Madeline in this fantastical audio drama as they journey into the stories you grew up with and reinvent fairy tales with a feminist twist. We'll see you soon in the forest of feminist fairy tales. Now, this story is fucking nuts. No, it's insane. This is insane. I don't even... We were briefly talking about this before the podcast started. Yeah, and no, I, I do th- have an idea, but let's just explain. Okay, let's explain. There was this a series is- of posts. There yes. was a series of of well, what are being considered pre wedding photos. So I think now people the engagement can do their- photos. No, they're like these are supposed to be their wedding photos, but now because of COVID, people schedule their wedding photos individually sometimes. Yeah, I mean, if you're getting married and you do that thing where you have the ceremony and then you take pictures, like, that's the wrong way to do it. It fucking takes forever. You lose half the day. That's what I agree with. I don't think that you should, because I hate that. I hate that. I hate that part of being a guest at a wedding. I would never be able to do that. This is why weddings are a racket. Sorry. Anyway, God bless. Totally. Or what if you're in a wedding and they're like, no, you have to hang out and take pictures. And you're like, actually, you know, like. It's not my wedding, you know? I'm just here in a suit. Like, I got to fucking linger here while you guys are mostly taking pictures? Fuck this. It's not fun for anybody. T- take your pictures I've before. never been in a wedding. 
because all of my friends that I would be close enough to to be in their wedding back east, I lived yeah. out here and wouldn't have been able to do any of those things. I, um, I've, been, I've been in a bunch of weddings. And none of my I was, friends yeah. out here until very recently started right. getting married. I uh, well, hopefully, marriage is going the way of the dodo, or like at least like that. You know, the big weird wedding and everything. I was once in a wedding and after the wedding, the bride told me I ruined all their wedding pictures. And I'm like, what? Just by like having my face in them. And she's like, no, you didn't, you know, like they take pictures of the wedding party. And she's like, just like, why were you making that face? And I'm like, it's just my fucking face. I was just doing my face. Were you smiling? Of course. I was doing whatever the photographer said, blame him. I, there, yeah, no, you might have one of those. I know it's the Chandler Bing thing. Like, it is so real that some people just, when you tell them to smile. Yeah. You got to catch them in a candid or it's a wreck. Yeah, I'm not a, uh, I'm not photogenic. I'm much more handsome in person than I am in pictures. And you got to get me at the right angle. You got to, you got to hit me in the right spot or else it's just going to be a bad picture. I just don't look good in pictures. Yeah. Hundo. Um, Okay, so this couple did this uh, engagement shoot. Both of their Instagrams are on private. um, And it's truly unlike anything anyone has ever seen. And that is also probably for the best. I mean, surely, if one thing, if you're looking for a fresh, a theme that has never been done, I guess this is possibly it. Um, Okay. So- yeah. You describe it. I'm- it's a it's a plantation <laughs> themed wedding. And the I mean there's no other way to describe it. This is a mixed race couple and their wedding has a slavery theme. Dude, it's- this is like some sort of like um like a, a racist it's, fanfic they wrote about themselves. No, it's it's like the the daughter of the master ran away with the slave is yes. the, is the metaphor here. So the it's it's um, so uncomfortable even to talk about. Let me read the caption. 1842. Days passed and everything changed. Our love got stronger and stronger. He was no longer a slave. He was part of the family. Part two, pre-wedding session. Part of, okay. Girl. There's, so, Malls, the the series, like, the first pictures, (sighs) he's got, they're like in the fields, Right. And she's got like a bonnet or whatever. And he's, oh my God, he's got fucking actual, he's in chains, Molly. Yeah, he's wearing chains. And I didn't see the chains till just now. He's, yeah, he's wearing chains and he's like on his knees kissing her hand. I don't even think her attire is era appropriate. I, I would agree with you. Her, she looks more like, um, earlier like pilgrim she looks like times. she's on the oregon trail oregon yes. trail yes oregon trail yes he but then the, but then it's like this it tells a story basically of them having like a hidden love in the fields 
And then, and then at the end, he's got like a top hat on and a nice coat. It's like, she got him into the big house. She, she like rescued him from, she's like, daddy, we need to bring him home. He gets to come stay in the big house with me. Like what the fuck is going on here? Bri, did you catch that in the fourth slide? Um, He's still wearing his chains. Yes. Like, this is... When he's got the top hat on? No, he's out of the chains by then. But yeah, all the other ones, he's got his chains on. Oh, that's... I'm sorry. You're right. I I misread the story. Yeah, now he's allowed to wear a hat. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. This is... um, I, I just, so it can't be I, real. I this has to be know. some kind of viral don't... marketing so campaign. That's what I said for to you. I was like, the only thing that can make sense for this for me. And even then it's like, okay, well, I hope no one gets any ideas from this. Um, yes. I, I, I'm like, this has to be like some rollout for some great, like Jordan Peele-esque experiment. Yes. Because yes. like- this is so beyond sunken yes. place. Like yes. this is so like it's just so beyond anything. Like what happened that like yes. that that he is okay to do this? Like was he all did he always hate being black? Like it was this always right. right. <laughs> like was this always the thing? Or like is this something that like they're so sheltered for some reason that they think this is an appropriate fantasy to indulge? Like I and I've heard, you know, I mean, obviously, like there's things like race play, which like I certainly no. would never engage in. No. But like peep that is a thing. It's very fucked up, actually. I yes. Think it's like, I think that's like, I feel very, I have like goosebumps even talking about it. Yes. It just makes me. Uh, how do you, how um, do you even hire a photographer that agrees to this? I just. This could um, be like agrees, your fucking so, brother that took the pictures. I don't know. Right. Somebody, somebody is on um, your wavelength in the comments because they've commented real get out vibes. Um, I'm just like yeah, trying I to think- see. If anybody in the comments like kind of has an explanation for what's happening that that we just don't get. I I love uh this girl says, This is what it means to be a pick me. How the fuck is he okay with this? And <laughs> totally. yes, it, it, it yes. is a little bit like, babe, you cannot possibly be so lame that you don't yes. think you can do better than this. Yes. I mean I like you're can't. a handsome young man. Yes. Like, who is she? Is she, like, from a line of, like, illustrious slave owners? And so somehow you're, you know, it's like, if you marry into the L.L. Bean family, you're going to start carrying around bags a lot. Like, I don't know. Like, what the hell's going on here that you're buying into this? I don't know. Maybe he was all, maybe just, maybe, you know, who knows? It's it's just impossible to process. There's a lot of self-hatred, you know, that exists in the world. You yes. know, obviously, and I think that that we see that you know in like media a lot. Yes. Um, Here's no mall. Somebody's somebody's on to your line of thinking in the comments. I feel like this is a kink that they should have kept private. Uh, yeah. Is this yeah. is this like 
playing into like a role play thing they do to get off, which is well, do you remember Michael? Michael and Kamala Debbie from Showtime's Polyamory Married and Dating had sex at their wedding in front of everybody. That's right. That was part of the ceremony was for them to bang in front of their guests. So like, you know, I mean, I'm not saying like definitely people bring that element of themselves into it. And sometimes you do like run into those offbeat communities where it's like we had a furry wedding and, you know, and it's like, no, it was totally normal. We had had like a a furry wedding. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) And like, and, and by the way, like God bless those people. This I don't fuck with. This is, this feels like something you should be ashamed of if you participate in it on both sides because let's face it like this is like the type of thing that like I feel like sex workers are put through a lot right because people have have their thing this thing yeah and they can't you know for good reason find people that are willing to do this with them so they might take that out on like a sex worker or something Possibly. But this is the, this is the, here's another one in the, in the, in the comments that I, this is the only plausible explanation to me. It's funny in a way. They probably did this because everyone gets offended. They wanted 15 minutes of fame a bit tasteless on their part, though. That's the only explanation. I mean, it does have big mega energy. Yes. Like this is some real hero shit. Get people Just riled some. up. And by yes. the way, like 50% of the country is probably fine. Yeah. Yeah. With those photos. I don't, you know, like last season on The Bachelor, this girl won. The Bachelor was black last season, the first ever back black bachelor. And the girl that won after she won. Bachelorette. No, it was the Bachelor. The, the, oh. the girl the, the girl that won the Bachelor's Heart. Rachel. Rachel Kirkconnell was determined that she was because she was from Georgia. She had gone to an, an antebellum party or something and had posted pictures of it on the on the on her Instagram. And I was just like and so she got can't it was a whole thing. Now they're apparently back together, whatever. Dude, Chris but, Harrison threw his yes, was career a big story. away for to stand up for that. But I was just like, so this the southern experience, like what like the normal sh- the thing that's the things that are normal to them in terms of this the north south dynamic it's just so fucking foreign to me like how people could just think that's a normal way of growing up that we're hey we're having the an south antebellum is party a mystery the south is. is a mystery this is separate from this story but about the yes. south i'm not yes. i am not crossing these two stories at all yes. but on tiktok i've noticed anytime someone from louisiana a white person from louisiana start gets a video on the for you page yeah. All of the comments are like, why is she talking like that? Why is he talking like that? <laughs> and they're like accusing them of using uh, AAVE. And it's like, right. honey, that's uh, just how they are down. They that they speak yeah. like that. What you're hearing is like also French, oddly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and by yes. the way, I get it. Cajun people surprise me time after time. I'm always blown away. I, I learned to crack a recipe from one guy the other day. Um, I don't know if I can oh, really? do it because they're not. I have to find a gluten-free cracker. Anyway, listen, if you guys have oh. a good gluten-free saltine, yes. let me know. Yes. yes. Uh, but and yeah. Ga- ga- 
guys, give us your thoughts on this. What's happening? Like, what is there something we're missing there? Because I'm racking my brain. And the only thing I can think of is that it's either a troll or a kink. I, I can't. Or I it's can't. part of like some sort of social media project. Like, I honestly yes, really yes. do. I cannot. Yeah, I just I I yes. can't say how much I hate this and I can't say how much I'm so yes. confused by it it's, and why Yes. I mean also like like what a short play this is. Like when I was googling everything I could to try and find shit on these people cuz I mm-hmm. wanted to come with a little bit more to the story. Like you can't really find anything yeah, about like, them. Yeah, like who are they? Who um, are they? And, and so, like, what? what's even the bonus of doing this for clout? Just, like, right. now everywhere you go, anytime you go anywhere as a couple, people who are much better at recognizing faces than I am sure. will talk you. Yeah, totally. Did you see that video of Tucker Carlson getting called out? No, I didn't click on it. Oh, it was uh, it was kind of great. It was just this video of like a guy in a bar and Tucker Carlson's like, my kid's here. He's like, I don't care that your kid's here. He's being like cool really? guy about it. Yeah, but like, yeah. he's like, I don't care that your kid's here. I just want to tell you you're the biggest piece of shit. Like what yeah. you've done. Like, and he's yeah. very just like, I'm like, damn, like, I wish that was my friend's dad. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty badass. I like that. All right. Let's talk about Miss the blowjob queen herself, Miss Gluckluck 9000. Oh my God. The girl with so much more money than either of us will ever see, even when we're Oprah. Yes. Alex Cooper of Call Her Daddy. Yeah. She's, she did, she, she played it right. You know, she rode that barstool thing. She was a good soldier. The other girl was like, hey, we got to flex out of this. We're, we're, we've, we're bigger. We're bigger than this platform. And, and Alexandra was like, let's no, let's bide our time until we'll, we'll, we'll run this contract as long as it goes. And boom, she just got $60 million from Spotify. And Dave like completely signed off on the deal. Barstool is still going to do their merch. That's huge. They're still going to do the alcohol deal because I think they're coming out with like a hard seltzer, which I, you know, honestly, I'm going to say, I think I am attracted to Dave Portnoy. Oh yeah, you are. You definitely are. Yeah. I think I Mm -hmm. am. Like, I don't think I would like Mm -hmm. sleep with him, but I realize he's kind of like a daddy nerd now. Well, you would, I get why you like him because he does, he's unapologetically crass. He's very successful. But if you did have sex with him, then you would have to admit that you fucked a Republican. So I don't know right. if that's like. But he is know, also like a Massachusetts boy. Right? He loves pizza. I mean, it's yeah. kind of like, I mean, I guess, you know what? Honestly, yeah. if you have a lot of money and time invested into pizza and you're a Republican, that will be yeah. my exception. Yeah. Papa John, you know, obviously. Oh, well, yeah, that's like, I mean, he visits you in your dreams. Yeah. John John. Schnatter and his dyed black hair, his shoe polished hair and his red shirts. Honestly, my life is hell. Like, (laughs) this is what I do have to say. I give Alex Cooper this credit, okay? I can't even, I do think her show is 99% pathological lying. Um, We know now that when she was with Sophia, because like her former 
childhood best friend who was the other person Alex fucked over in all of this. Oh, really? Was writing all of her bits. Like he Shut came up. up with Gluck Gluck 9000. Shut he up. He came up with all of these things that were like, it sounds so stupid, but like I am unwell, which is like something Sophia said was very much a huge piece of branding for them and the IP they were fighting for. And if I was Sophia, I would look at that and I would say, oh, really? Like, we're staying at Barstool because they own the phrases Gluck Gluck 9000 and, um, you know, the name Call Her Daddy. Like, that's like, you know, I I do understand why Sophia wanted to, for, you know, a variety of reasons, separate herself from Barstool because even though Daddy Dave you know, is a very successful businessman. Uh, he is not necessarily the best person to be aligned with. I, yeah, Probably. I agree with that. At a certain he, point. At a certain he, point. His thing is, like, he keeps the merch. Barstool is essentially a t-shirt company. They're a t-shirt company that has podcasts that promote their t-shirts like and gambling and like, right, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. It's so it's like, it's kind of backwards in terms of what you think it is. You think they're a media company and they're, they have media that exists to sell their products. Right. Right. Well, that's how it all is. That's right. how all media companies are now. Yeah. Yeah. Is that so it's, ad, it's, I mean, Good for it's her. the only I, way I, you keep it alive. But this is it. Yeah. You know what I love about her? Um, I do nothing. love that she stayed with Barstool because yeah. it was this. There was the only way that her show got the traction it did. I'm not yeah. saying that they oh, wouldn't have sure. been a mildly successful no. podcast, no. but they would not yeah. be competitive with Joe Rogan. No, otherwise. No. Um, but I also like that Kevin Clancy absolutely wanted to blow his brains out when this happened. And I actually, of course I tuned in to the Kevin Clancy show, which is the the podcast he does from his apartment. Yeah. That's the one where he like fucking went on and blasted me even further. Like it wasn't enough. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he, uh, you know, he was like, I gotta, am I going to say like, I'm not jealous? Like, no, I mean, yeah, of course, of like, you know, like, and, uh, it was just, it was great to see the ego fall out because he's stuck there. Yeah. 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 Oh, After he's that not pedophile thing. Well, he's not, he's just not charismatic enough to carry anything on his own. Like he's a barstool guy. Like that's totally, it. totally he's a, like he's a, he's a sports He's into sports. I like to talk about sports on Barstool. Like that's his lane. It's and it's fine. He's successful, but he's he can't he can't transcend it like these chicks. And look, I don't like, you know, I'm an acquired taste. People aren't necessarily into what I do. It's different strokes for different folks. I understand. Oh, same. Big same. I would actually but, encourage yes. more people to realize that I know that I don't appeal to them and they don't don't for have sure. to be for here. Sure. Like yeah. I'm like, oh no, please yeah. don't. Like you don't have to yeah. like I'm I yes. understand. But this call her daddy show is literal ear cancer. Like I listened to like 4 minutes of it once one time because they had a guest that I wanted to hear. And I was like, Oh, I can't do this. It's, this is giving me, it was the, um, the couples therapy, Orna. Oh, right. Right. I'm like, I don't like, she's so affected and she's so over the top. 
in this character that she does. I'm like, how do people think there is one tiny piece of authenticity in what they're listening to right now? So this is not a real human being. I'll, I'm going to go ahead and say it. Like I started listening out of just curiosity about what is this show? <laughs> like, where did the show come from? How is it so yeah. big? And how, like, what is a women's show done by Barstool look like even? Right. Yeah. So I started to check it out. And at first it was just like, oh my God, th- these girls are so, this is so dumb. And then so dumb. I was like, I'm going to keep listening. And so then honestly, there was a certain point where I was never listening to it weekly. I think I like binged like eight, eight episodes or something oh, one weekend. I feel so it, sorry. For it you. is so no, because I went on a journey with it. I realized yeah. what it was. I realized how written it was. I realized yeah. like the production was, it was very obvious, like what was going on to me. Yep. And I was very like, I thought, okay, this is so smart. But I also, it was the writing part that also really stood out to me because um, I do think that the other girl, Sophia, is very funny. I actually think that mm-hmm. she's very interesting and has like way, she's lived a lot more. Like all of her stories right. are about like getting arrested and threesomes and doing coke mm-hmm. and like you know yeah. shit like that and alex is kind of like you know she's a like a high a college soccer player who lies about oh, having yeah. gotten plastic surgery Virgin. and dates athletes virgin. you know yeah i think she is yep. very virginal she honestly. hasn't done much gluck glucking but she no. likes to talk about it and that's the right. vibe I get from her is like, she's like, you know what you got to do to, you got to go through your man's phone. And then and like, she's like, gives all this like really fucking stupid, just like Terrible generic, advice. basic advice that no, no one would really believe. And not, none of it works. And it's just so weird and inauthentic. And it took me a, yeah. it did take me a minute though, to realize that it was, it was essentially like satire to an extent like I don't think your average listener would think about it but I don't think your average listener would think about it as much as I did because I'm like really trying to get down to it and I'm like I think you know especially in those days when it was the two of them it was like satire Alex is I don't think she's great on her own both Alex and Sophia have a little bit of just like you know it's always I always say like do not give someone under 30 a lot of money like they all they're they've been slipping up. Sophia got into like a little bit of a bullying scandal later. You know, we're not gonna talk about that. That's not a oh okay. It's not the whole yeah, thing. I don't know. This about Wall it. Street Journal article on Alex is why we're bringing this up. I frankly like don't really want to read like a PR article. But yeah. I but check it out. And I will and, and and oh also I know I might this might sound like terribly bitter. I actually really like res- I respect this. I mean, you you guys I think know that like I don't necessarily have to like dig someone's content to respect them. That's uh, true. I have a lot of respect. I'm I'm not obviously also not the target audience. So thought this I thought this scandal was like so ripe for you and I to talk about. Yeah. Oh wait, I skipped ahead. What do you mean? I skipped the grooming habits. Oh, I know. I thought you did that on purpose. That's okay. We can do that last. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> a video of Alex went like semi-viral. It was a post and delete, like maybe immediate regret. Maybe she meant to put it on close friends or something. 
Yeah. I have the video here. Yeah. She is. Oh, right. Right. Do you want to? Okay. So she she has a boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah, I think her boyfriend's like anonymous or something, but her boyfriend has a dog and she loves her boyfriend's dog. And I, you know, I'm big on doggy kisses. What you're about to see is on another level. Okay. Let's take a look. She's went. First of all, first of all, I mean this this woman is a a, a sixty million dollar media tycoon, someone that's very well known, someone that is that Spotify is betting can be the the leading women's voice in the world of podcasting, and yet she records video on her phone in vertical mode. Oh, I think what do you mean? This is this was an Instagram story. Oh, oh it was? Oh, okay. I thought it was a YouTube. I got you. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. So, so yeah. I'll, I'll explain what. You know, sometimes a dog, like I like I like dogs too, and I've had dogs. And sometimes, you know, dogs they they're always looking for to get a little something. So sometimes you're you're in your dog's face and they'll start licking your mouth. Totally yeah, they're normal. Giving you kisses. They're giving you kisses and it's like, oh, do you want kisses? And they lick all over your face and mouth, and it happens. By the way, guess how old I was when I found out that they weren't actually giving you kisses. They just like the taste of your face. Guess how old I was? Thirty-one. Thirty-five. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they're like licking the. I thought the, it was the, kisses. Yeah, they think there might be like some food or something. You know, your face is sweaty. They're getting a little but salt you off your sure face. It's not kisses at all. I'm certain. Yes. I'm, well, I mean, I'm not. Uh, you know, I'm not a veterinarian. It's I'm not, not a, even I'm not, a little kisses. Are you I'm not, sure? I'm not Caesar Milan over right. here. I don't trust him. Who does? He's he's got secrets, but she when she kisses her dog, she extends her tongue in a way that actually I feel like it hurts when you know you stick your tongue out too far That's and a that jaw like jaw exercise. That's jaw yeah. yoga. Yes, or yeah. like that, or that like that little tendon on the bottom of your tongue gets like overextended, and you're like, "Ow, my tongue doesn't stick out that yeah. far." She sticks her tongue way out and just lets this dog go to town on her tongue. It's almost, it's almost fucking pornographic. The hell did I just watch? Oh, she's got a British boyfriend. Who? An, uh, no, this is some other. I don't know. That's some. Oh clip. right, sorry. Um, that's so dumb. Yeah. No, it's fine. Yeah. Um, I'm so like okay. So this is her boyfriend's dog. Which is, I think that adds an interesting layer because, like, I'm like, oh, you're like close with your boyfriend, like all that. Like, I wouldn't let my boyfriend's dog lick inside my mouth unless we were probably going to get married. No, no. but I mean, I would never let a dog do this. She wanted it to allegedly. She defends it by saying that she was letting him get like crumbs. Like she she was like, he wanted chips. That's even that's even grosser. Oh, you got fucking Dorito all over your tongue. The fuck is wrong with you? Yep. And and look, there's that whole oh uh, your dog's mouth is cleaner than your or you know whatever that bullshit is. 
Like the dog licks the floor. You know, like the floor is dirty. Period. Right. You right. know, like no, they say that the enzymes in the dog's right, spit like turn right. over faster. The saliva. Listen yeah. to me, dogs do not carry germs. They are germ-free no. animals. No, I love a dog. I, I love I, a dog. I love a dog anywhere near me. But like, you yeah. know, my dear sweet wagon stuff, that you'd never seen two closer people. But like no. when you know, and I would um I would always do this thing where he would like I would bring my head really close to his head and he would like try and give me a kiss and I'd be like, ah, like, I don't know yeah, yeah. if I'm describing it correctly, yeah. but I would like bait him to kiss me and it would be like a game. But like if his tongue ever got in my mouth, there is something about it that feels immediately so wrong. Like right away, yes. you're just like, yes. ooh, ooh, yeah. like, ah, no, like it, it just it is. crosses a barrier. It's almost like being like, intimate with like a relative yes it's it's very weird and so i just yeah the thing is is like so she goes on a a little rant to defend herself and this is where she kind of gets herself in a lot of trouble uh and this is where she and sophia both do it they like to claim satire when they're really just being like bullies and i'm like no i don't even think you guys should ever say satire Leave that word out of your mouth. Like, keep make us think if they, if you yeah. ever acknowledge that there's something satirical to what you're doing, you ruin it. So yeah. just, but anyway, um, this is what her statement was uh, for people who are against French kissing dogs. This is from the Call Her Daddy snark Reddit. Thank you for providing this clip. Yeah. Hold on. Some volumes down on this page, of course. Triggered by seeing this dog. Here we go. That people that are so angered, so triggered by seeing this dog's tongue lick my tongue, you think that's bestiality? Then I don't know what happened in here. Imagine listening to a whole hour of that, by the way. Uh, Just not to interrupt. Let her finish. Fucking childhood. Maybe your dad made you do a couple weird things and he was touching you so much and forcing you every night to like lick chips off his fucking mouth. But it's not be sorry. Okay. It's not reality. Like, and I'm going to. And like, okay. The joke part of that is like gone. What's like when joke? she took on that tone of like, maybe he was touching you every night. Like, I know there was never really a joke in that, but like, no. it, I mean, she was really coming for victims yes. of molestation and incest. Yeah, that's, I mean, it's, yeah, you're right. Like, that's also, fucked. That's a fucked I, comparison. I definitely would have said something like that when I was like 22, like in a really like flippant way because like I was fucking dumb and insensitive. Yeah, I've done it. I've definitely done it. The kind of shit people talked about. Yeah. I did not have a $60 million Spotify deal, nor was I like 27 nor like, did I have, I mean, I guess does she not have PR. Like, I think she, like she doesn't have, 
she should have lawyers who listen to her episodes. Like, this is crazy yeah. that they let this get out. Also, and if I was advising her, I would be like, don't give it any air. Just let it exist. It'll go away in a fucking day. This is the news cycle short. Nobody gives a shit about this. As much as, as, much as you've been able to trick Spotify, nobody gives a fucking shit about Call Her Daddy or whoever exists on Call Her Daddy. Like, just or make a joke, make a joke that like, well, maybe even antagonize those people a little bit more, but it's, it makes it very obvious that you, uh, do not engage in sexual activity with your dog because I understand. Yes, I get it. Like she actually is in the place where she can pull those Howard Stern moves and like double down on it even. Yeah. Yes. Um, because there's always going to be people who are like, it's a fucking dog. Like, I don't think yeah, she's, a, you know, it. I don't think she's in a bestiality. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I, I wish that I, I hope that for her sake, she starts to play it better because it, it is a different vibe. She, I don't know how she is at interviews. I've, I haven't really heard much. Um, the no. first one she did was with like Miley Cyrus and it was like kind of a, like crazy. Um, cause Miley's so great at being interviewed. Oh yeah, she and is. Alex is so, you know, was so underdeveloped, but I think she might be moving to some sort of like wellness space because yeah, she's, her mom she's gonna, is a yeah, therapist. Yeah, she's going to try to pivot. Yeah, she's going to try to pivot out of the, you know, suck your boyfriend's dick, shove your finger up his ass, like kind of like over the top in your face, like overtly sexual thing that got her popular and she's trying to pivot to more of like an adult women's empowerment vibe which hey maybe that'll work for her i just don't know i I can't listen to it i mean it's possible i do think that a lot of the people who unironically listen to call her daddy are like high school girls and college girls who are inexperienced and looking for that sort of confidence. Because like when the way that the two of them like describe sexual acts, I'm like, you're describing normal sex. Yes, I know. You're talking about that's reverse cowgirl. Like this isn't some (laughs) fucking, because Alex would be like, oh my God, you guys, you don't even know. So I met this hot guy. We've been texting for a while. Yeah. I've been leading him on for like, you know, it's been like 12 weeks, you know, whatever. Um, So I went to his house and I got high. And then so she her thing is like she loves to smoke weed. And that's when she gets crazy creative Yeah, with her. And that's when I realized, oh, they're doing a little bit of like the phone sex operator thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh yeah, totally. Sophia would be it's like performative. egging her on. It was a little yeah. bit. Like it was like they might as well be making an ice cream sundae in a toilet. Like it was very much like uh Josh and Lisa. Whereas like I see what you're doing. Like a trucker can jerk off to this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's it's supposed to be titillating. And t- to right. me, it's the opposite. So Malls, a lot of good stuff to talk talk about. I hope everybody joins us today on Stereo, where we can review, get people's feedback on stuff we talked about. Don't forget to check our respective Patreon slash Red Circle pages for a little bonus content. And we'll, and, we'll come uh, back yeah. here next week. 
no obligation to join the stereo. It's just a little bonus. We do it's it every fun. Tuesday and Friday at yeah. noon. I don't know when you're hearing this, but yeah. Thanks so much it's- for listening, you guys. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Trend Lightly, a solid listen podcast. If you like the show, subscribe and leave us a review. You can find segments that didn't make it to air as well as ad-free versions of our episodes on patreon.com slash solid listen. Find us on Twitter and Instagram under TrendLightlyPod. Send us submissions and feedback at TrendLightlyPod at gmail.com. And thank you to Why Not Johnsveld and Bradley Sona for our music. It's Mae Whitman, and I play Frankie in the new Realm podcast, The Sisters. The Sisters is about a museum curator of medical oddities who investigates the origins of a mutated skeleton with two layers of bones. Seven ribs are completely fused. And you have no idea where this came from? No. She was sent here anonymously. Uh Uh-uh. Not she. They, maybe? Wait. I've never seen anything like this. Soon, she uncovers an extraordinary mystery that connects her present with one family's tragic past in hauntingly dangerous ways. My grandfather was a journalist back in the 60s and 70s. He specialized in strange stories. Who are they? How are they connected to the skeleton? Play the tape. You'll see. Listen to The Sisters wherever you get your podcasts. We dream about it. We both dream about it. How often?